Hi, I'm Dr. Josh Hand, and welcome to Lifestyle Locker Radio, where we help you create an awesome life and lifestyle. From nutrition to fitness, mindfulness to peak performance, and relationships to money mindset, we bring you on an amazing journey to help you unleash your human potential. Hey, it's Dr. Josh Hand here, and we need to talk about your health, your fitness, and your lifestyle. I know you, if you're like me, you've seen sickness and disease and even death in your life. And we know the leading causes of death in the United States are cancer, heart disease, and diabetes. Many of these conditions and diseases are considered lifestyle-based. And I know that lifestyles in the United States and other countries are not where they should be. We also know that they make you more vulnerable to other sicknesses and conditions. We tend to get our advice and recommendations on health from commercials and marketing, from fast food to pharmaceuticals, and not from experts with real world experience. Unfortunately, we follow people or products who don't walk the walk or talk the talk. They simply just don't care about your health. It's just about their bottom line. I know we've heard it from our friends and from even our own self-talk that we don't have enough time, we can't make the changes, or there's just too much to do to be healthy. But there is a way to actually take control of your lifestyle and have the accountability and the support you need. We can be bigger than our excuses. For the past 14 years as a chiropractor, I've worked and continue to work with thousands of patients with their lifestyle and ultimately their health. I am now bringing the same philosophy to the online space where we can work as a group to get better, stronger, healthier, and be bigger than our excuses every single day. I've created the 3065 Lifestyle Shift Program to be an online-based, training-based program where you get to learn and be engaged with others in your journey towards a healthy lifestyle and ultimately a healthier life. To be part of this amazing movement, it's just $5 a month. Yes, it's only five bucks a month and that seems too good to be true well it's not so for the price of a gourmet coffee you will have access to an amazing program and amazing people that want the best for you too so when you dive into the content below this video to learn about our lifestyle philosophy you'll see that we are incredibly unique no other online program focuses on lifestyle the way we do and delivers the quality and the quantity of content that we do for just five bucks a month. And it's not just about the movement. There's a lot more. It's really about your health. So check out the details and other videos below. And when you sign up, I'll even send you the ebook inside the locker, which dives deeper into creating an awesome lifestyle. I look forward to seeing you on the inside of the Lifestyle Locker 3065 Lifestyle Shift Program. Hey everyone, Dr. Josh Hant here. You're listening and watching episode 269 of Lifestyle Locker Radio. We're winding down the year 2021 here. I'm also winding down our final episodes 
of Lifestyle Locker Radio. Yes, there will be something new in early 2021. You can definitely be assured that it's going to be awesome, right? We're not going to bring you some garbage. We're going to bring you some things that are in the forefront of our minds. We're going to be health-oriented, as you know, natural health-oriented. We're going to be maybe a little edgy. We're going to be doing things a little differently and some things that are the same. So hopefully you will be enjoying these episodes that'll be coming up. There'll be a new name, so you'll be able to find it on, you know, on a, on Apple Podcasts and all the places that you find these podcasts. So yes, there's going to be something new coming down the pipeline in early 2021. But don't worry, we do have a couple more episodes coming at you after this one. So what we'll do is, you know, 2021 is almost over, like we just said. We have been now 619 plus days since our two-week stop the spread or lockdown. And yeah, this has gone crazy. So I've been outspoken on this. I've been censored. I've been blocked on social media. I'm okay with that. Sometimes sharing science and sometimes sharing things that are factual are not what the technocrats and the the tyrants want us to share, right? These media tyrants, the political tyrants that are out there now, they don't want us sharing the truth. And frankly, the truth is scarier than reality. And, you know, I'm saying the reality that's portrayed to us. You know, I got a better chance of getting, you know, hundreds or thousands of likes on a picture of my dog than on speaking the truth about natural health. It's easy to get censored right? Remember the disinformation dozen? Well, I call them the information dozen because they were sharing a lot of factual information. And um, one thing I'm going to start off with is, you know, I've shared this on, on, on quite a few episodes recently, and I think it's worth sharing and updating you. And, you know, because this is the truth. This is the reality of what is going on in this world in the United States you know, while our eyes are blurred, while we're following almost like in a zombie-like way the media and this evil, evil human being, Dr. Anthony Fauci, who is partnered with, you know, Bill Gates and, and other disgusting people that are out to take over this world, as far as I'm concerned, this is the reality. So just check the screen out if you're watching. I'm going to talk through it a little bit here so you can see. So I've opened up Open Veyers again. This has been updated as of November 12th. So today I'm, re- I'm recording this on the 28th of November, which is Sunday for you. I usually like to see if I can get the new dates. I believe it will be dropped today. But as of right now, Open Veyers, this is the Vaccine Adverse Events Reporting System. You've heard me say this many times. Um, right now, right now we're at 18,853 deaths from the COVID vaccines. That's not be, being a natural health person. That's not me being a, a chiropractor saying this. This is me just being a person that is sharing facts with you. This is freaky. 894,000 reports in the VAERS database of injuries since the beginning of this vaccine, which is what, a year? Not even? This is crazy. Eight, almost 19,000 deaths in here, right? If we look at this and go through... If we start to scroll down a little bit, you'll see things like almost 3,000 miscarriages, 9,300 heart attacks, myocarditis at, at 13 plus 
thousand, thirty thousand people permanently disabled. And I, I'm listening to a book which I'll mention in a minute. But as we go through this and look at these numbers here, the eighteen thousand eight hundred and fifty-three dead. VAERS, the vaccine events, vaccine adverse events reporting system, is potentially ninety-nine percent underreported. I've always talked about the 1%, but think about it. If it's 99% underreported, if that's correct, if it's 99, that's based on Harvard Pilgrim Health uh, study. What's the real number there, that 18,000? What is that real number? Isn't that freaky? Does that, does that concern any of us? Does it concern all of us, right? So even if it's, let's say it's 30% correct, even though I'm throwing a huge number out there, and which is more than likely not. You know, I'm not Harvard. I'm not their 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 research team that studied this data, studied this system, this reporting system. Um, it's crazy. So just want you to think about that. You know, and, and I'm going to show this again. I know I feel like, a, uh, you know, a broken record here. It's like Groundhog Day. But this is all deaths reported to VAERS here, as you can see in that top graph. And it starts at 1990. And at 1990, if we look at it, it says there are 80 reported deaths, right? Again, at 1%, that's a huge number, but that's what was reported. And this is required by law to report. But when we have a product like vaccines, which started, I believe, in 1986, they are not liable. They are not liable. And if we start to follow this, you know, 1990, it was, we said, 80, 91 was 166. As we go through 2019, it was like, holy cow, we had 600 reported deaths from vaccines or 605 reported deaths from vaccines. Drops down into early 2020. It says, oh, only 420 reported deaths in 2020. And then we go up to 19,205 deaths reported in 2021. Is that like a wake-up call? Why is this not all over the news? I'll tell you why. When we look at the reporting system, when we look at where the money comes from in the government, where you have a two-to-one spending ratio, when we have these lobbyists, two-to-one ratio from, from pharmaceutical companies over uh, oil or big oil, right? And there, you know, so you have two times the amount of lobbyists, two times the amount of lobbyists in the drug industry than you do in big oil. That's nuts. Didn't we go to like wars in the Middle East over oil? I mean, think about it, right? Two to one spending. So they essentially own the government. And then we have the media, which is 75% or more probably is actually funded by pharma. Right? Look at everything. It's Pfizer, 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 Moderna, Pfizer, Pfizer, AstraZeneca. But, but, but all of these advertisements are for drugs or vaccines. And you know, the scary thing is I don't have the data in front of me to pull up for you, but they've changed the name or the definition, excuse me, of a vaccine three times in the recent past. Because it used to offer, say something like we'd offer you protection against the problem, against the the virus or the disease, we're going to offer you a lifelong protection or even a short-term protection. Now it doesn't even say protection. 
or if it does, it says we're going to protect you against bad symptoms. And it's really, it's really a hard thing to, to say, right? So we go from, you know, these vaccines are going to protect us from getting and transmitting the disease, which we know scientifically now that it's false, right? It doesn't stop you from contracting the disease or transmitting the disease. And this is scientific fact at this point. That's why they keep changing these definitions and they keep these media personalities keep, you know, sharing this echo chamber. Like no matter what, whether it's Fox or CNN or everywhere in between, you hear the same echo chamber of all of these media people saying the same things over and over. It's safe and effective, safe and effective. Well, if we just look at that 19,205 deaths overall, but I, I mean, I don't want to jump the gun here. Let's be factual. 18,853 deaths that are reported to VAERS just from this current COVID set of vaccines. How safe and effective is it? And why are all of these, you know, if we have these huge amounts of people being vaccinated, why are so many people getting sick? That's the question we need to start asking ourselves. Why in history are the people that are not vaccinated being blamed for, for the vaccinated getting sick? Does that make any sense? Does it make any sense? No, it doesn't make any sense, right? Because if the vaccine is supposed to offer you or this gene therapy is supposed to offer you some sort of protection, shouldn't it protect you? against someone that may not be vaccinated. But again, think about it. If the unvaccinated are spreading this thing, as I don't think they are, if you're vaccinated, you should be protected against them. So shouldn't we have like all of these homeless people? I mean, look at the West, look at like San Francisco and parts of California that have homeless people everywhere. How come we're not tripping over dead people all day, every day? Right? How come they're not tripping over them all day, every day? Because they're definitely not washing themselves. They're definitely not cleaning themselves. Um, they're eating garbage, living in tents if they're lucky. That's like you know a five-star hotel for them. And they're not dead all over the place. And same thing in New York City around my practice. I don't see dead homeless people everywhere from this COVID thing. I, I mean, like just like I got to start thinking com like with common sense here. And then we start to hear that countries in Africa or the actual the whole continent of Africa has the least amount of cases because what have they done? And I'm going to say a couple of really bad words that the media doesn't like, but they've been using almost daily things like hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin almost on a daily or weekly basis for a long time. So their bodies have been protected against COVID-19, the coronavirus. Is that weird? Because the, a lot of these countries in Africa have such a small percentage being vaccinated against COVID-19 that we know it's not the vaccine. And we know it's not that they have the cleanest, most sanitary places all around in Africa. Not that some areas obviously are not, are really, really nice, but we're talking about this whole continent, which we know we, we watched the discovery channel. We just look at these tribes, look at all these people. We know they're not, um, Right? They're not living in their 5,000 square foot home, you know, with fresh running water, a shower every single day, food that comes to them and they get to, from a grocery store. Right? They're hunting and gathering and living off the land and they're not dying. Just saying. So, common sense, we got to start thinking and we got to start looking away from the mainstream media because 
frankly, they're not telling us any truth. They're just telling you what they want you to hear. All right? So I'm going to get rid of this uh, screen here. And I'm going to share one other thing with you that I thought was uh, interesting. Um, this is off of Telegram. This, Telegram. this is a guy named David Avocado Wolf. And I know it's a little harder to see. Hopefully this will open up for us. I'm trying to find out where this comes from. It looks like a CDC site. I'm not totally sure. So we'll use this with a, uh, you know, with a grain of salt. But these are the common symptoms of this new Omicron variant, um, which as we scroll down, looks at these symptoms. It says number of heart-related complications may, may occur, including heart failure, arrhythmias, heart inflammation, and blood clots. And I'll ask you this, being that we know the facts right now, we know that the side effects of this vaccine, a lot of them are heart-related, myocarditis, pericarditis, heart attacks, death, right? All of these things. So we know this, right? 18, that way, let's look, let's just go, let me go back to the, the screen here, right? So we heart things, right? All the heart stuff. So let's go up, let me, uh, let me scroll up here. Myocarditis. 13,237. Heart attacks, 9,332. Thrombocytopenia, which is low blood count. So we have cardiovascular and heart thing, or blood things. 4,387. Seems convenient that this new variant may try to gobble up some of the problem that's been created with these current injections. Just think about it, people. Listen, I, I, I'm i not here to tell you what to do. I'm here to maybe make you think a little bit more and, you know, think. And this is funny. So I don't know, you know, I'm going to scroll back to the Telegram here for a second. I mean, well, come on. You can look at the video and just read certain things. But there's, there's this great video here of uh, Bill Gates getting a pie in his face. But that's not why we're here. Hold on. Let me scroll down here a little bit. This is the interesting thing. This is the Omicron, Omicron, right? The name of the new variant. There's a movie. I'm just going to read what it says about this. It says, Omicron is a movie. As is becoming apparent, we live in a quantum universe where there are no coincidences, only synchronicities. And and the movie's about an alien takeover. uh, Sorry, an alien takes over the body of an Earthman in order to learn about the planet so his race can take it over. I mean... Freaky stuff, right? I obviously that's a movie. Um, this is, you know, not my scientific. I'm just sharing some one of the funny things that I that I've seen with you here. Uh, so uh, let me get my uh, get my camera back on here. So why am I sharing this with you? Why am I like? I feel like I'm beating a dead horse when it comes to this. And for me, this is really important because I truly believe, you know, we are being put into such a fearful state where we're not allowed to think for ourselves. Like the, the fear makes us just follow, you know, fear makes us go, okay, what do we do next? What do we do next? What do we do next? And we're looking for solutions for our health, our personal health. And now safety, which is a bad word in the, in the, in this world, because usually tyrants can take over when they start to sell you, we're going to keep you safe. 
All right, we can look at history on that one. So we 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 look at at what's going on with with all this. We're being sold this this bill of goods. We're in a ton of fear. We're making decisions based on fear of loss versus um, what we could gain by doing something. And frankly, your health has always been an inside-out job. It's never an outside-in job. So doing things that are proactive for your health are essential, right? They're essential. And I ultimately truly, truly, truly believe that when we start to take control of our own choices for our health, and stop blaming other people and other things for our our health, our results in our health or lack of health, then we start to make the changes that are necessary. Just think about this. If I go out today to and register for a marathon and I do nothing but eat genetically modified garbage food, eating sugary cereals for breakfast, and I just start to become super inflamed, grain and dairy and all of this stuff that really doesn't build health in our body and my training will be impacted and then finally I get to uh, the marathon day maybe six months down the road and I've done running I've done all this stuff but I've been eating like garbage I've been doing what you know society tells me to do for my health what the commercials tell me to do for my health and then I get and I can't finish the marathon you know I'm out of shape I'm not feeling good I have no energy um, and what do I do? I'm like, well, it's too hard. I didn't have enough time. You know, we, we, we have excuses versus results at this point. But the reality is, if you're listening to this podcast, if you're watching this, then you have the power, you have the, the common sense to actually look a little bit deeper than the mainstream media, than the marketing. You start to learn from those that are actually living a healthy life and lifestyle and doing things that you may want to do and say, hey, Dr. Josh, what are you doing? How do you train for ultramarathons? Do you eat certain things? Do you stretch? Do you exercise? Do you get chiropractic adjustments weekly? What do you do? You know, you'll get answers that way in a good way. You follow podcasts like mine. You watch the, the show called The High Wire highwire.com with Del Big Tree. You follow people like David Avocado Wolf. You learn from those that are out there. And, you know, we look at the the way we actually interact with people these days. It's become almost like a, you know, we use social media as our main source of communication. And ultimately, you know, I fall have fallen prey to this. I'm on social media quite a bit. How much better is it when you're around people, when you go out to do something and, and be with each other? And, and this is another great way to, to build health. And, you know, we all gather, when we gather um, as a community, as a group of friends, what do we tend to do? I'm, I'm speaking from experiences in my life and, and many others. We tend to eat and drink, right? We celebrate by eating and drinking. And... Another way to do this is to maybe spend that time, like do something during the day. Say, hey, listen, let's go for a hike. Let's go for a walk. We maybe do a bike ride, a mountain bike ride, a ride on a rail trail. Um, go to a playground instead of go to eat with your kids. 
Go do something that is a lot of fun, that engages your body, that engages your mind. Put that phone down unless you're maybe using it to take pictures and just interact and do something with yourself, your mind, and your body. I'm not saying that you shouldn't have the food and the drink, but what if you started to swap that, you know, 50% of the time for doing something that's proactive moving? Would your health be better? Just think about it. So I urge all of you to take those better steps in 2022 and as we move forward here, finishing out 2021, because your health is very important. I do care about you. I know I kind of go a little crazy when it comes to uh, this COVID vaccine, COVID injection, COVID gene therapy, whichever we're going to call it, whatever we're going to call it today, it drives me nuts. I can't tell you to take it or not to take it. That's not my job. My job is to say you have freedom of choice to do this. And you should have freedom of choice to do this. That's why I live in the United States. And I haven't moved out of this country. Because this is the best place in the world for this. Making our own choices. And, you know, just one last thing and then we'll we'll let you go. You know, going, I, I went in front of a restaurant in New York City. I'm not going to say the restaurant. Um, but I took a picture of the sign to get into the restaurant. It says, we need proof of vaccination and an ID. How reminiscent is that of something in the past, 1930s and 40s in Europe with a Nazi regime? Show me your papers, right? Where are we going with this? Are we just trying to create divide? I think we need to create community and just huddle behind one very important thing. And that's our freedom to choose what we want with our bodies, whether you choose to have an injection in your body or not, whether you choose to eat healthy food or not. I mean, think about it. If you have diabetes, should they not allow you to go get medicine for diabetes? Right? If you have cancer, should you be able to make the choices you want to, to remedy the problem? Whether it's a natural solution or it's a uh, chemo radiation solution think about it your choices are important what if you didn't have the choice to do any of that what if the government owned your body what if they owned your kids bodies and didn't let you make any choices for them the government did it's not going to be a pretty day if that happens and I don't think history will let it repeat itself fully because we saw how it ended for the Nazis right we saw how it ended so on that note Stay healthy. Have a beautiful, beautiful week. Make it an awesome one. I'll see you on the next episode. And again, we're winding down Lifestyle Locker Radio. And we're going to be coming out with something new. You'll have more details as we go forward. You can look for little tidbits of information coming out. And we'll see you on the flip side. Have a good day, evening, or night. Bye-bye.